now introducing his opponent, fighting out of the red corner, a jiu-jitsu fighter, holding a professional record, nine wins, one loss. He stands five feet nine inches tall, weighing in at 145 pounds, fighting out of San Jose, California, by way of Israel, Noah Neo New days, introducing the original Blood Clad Podcast, not PS. Sword in Semantic. Special dedication, all the way from New York. Boom! Yeah, man, SWT Semantic. Yeah, man, oh. Boom! Sword in Semantic. Yeah, man, Big up, sir, man. Sword in Semantic. On another episode of Soothing Semantics, I am your host, Rafi Pinsky. Today, we have the second Israeli MMA fighter, Noad Lahat. Welcome, Noad. Thank you. We had Natan. Natan just, just joined the UFC. He's hopefully having his fight in April. And I see that you guys are, you guys are together all the time. Uh, yeah, we train together. Trying to help okay. the guy. And I got to get Eli on as well. Haven't haven't spoken to him yet, but hopefully we'll get the we'll get the third. So, for whoever doesn't know, Noad was initially in the UFC. Uh, he is Israeli. He lives in Vegas now. He is also he's now in Bellator. He uh, while he was in the UFC, there was the Israeli Gaza War. It was in 2014, and uh, Noad went back to fight. So, uh, I, I commend you for that, man. Thank you. And uh, how come you how come you switched over? I'm curious. Like as far as the as far as from UFC to Bellator. Well, I switched Bellator too. It's uh, contracts. Just how uh, players changing teams. You know. No, for sure, man. Okay, I just I just wanted to know why if there was a specific reason. No money. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Bellator pays better for sure. That's what I hear. Uh, no, I left Bellator. I didn't like them. I left them about a year and a half ago. My last fight with them. I finished my fight. I went down. I was like, give me my contract. I'm done with you guys. So Okay. So where are we holding now? Uh, I'm going to fight for uh, UAE. I was a free agent for a while. I'm going to fight for UAE in uh, March 20. Very cool. Okay, awesome. Awesome. I, I have to add that Bruce Buffer video in the beginning. I'll make sure to throw it in. For sure. Yeah, yeah, dude. So uh, definitely something I wanted to bring up because I've seen it in your comments. I've seen on the, the comments on some of your pictures, you have some people, you have some people definitely uh, giving you some shit for being Jewish. What was it like in, what was it like in the UFC in Bellator? Did you, did you have fighters who were giving you shit? Like I'm sure some of them joked around, but were there some people that were really nasty to you about it? No, I'll fuck them up. <laughs> no. But uh I'll close the door. Told you my kids. Um maybe not, not fighters that I fought. I had like uh, crowds, fans, um I had uh one next day in the gym that turned into a real fight. But in general, no, fighters uh usually don't go that way because uh they're going to lose their job. 
So I, I would think so, but I, you know, you know how it can be, you know, you know, with, with like Connor and, and Khabib, a lot of it was all publicity. It was all for the, for the money, but uh, Khabib definitely didn't take it that way. So, you know, that, that you can argue is pretty, you know, he's, he's still in the game, man. He talked a lot of shit. He's still, he's still there. So that's true. You know, but uh, yeah, dude, ultimately it's really awesome to have you on. I, uh, I was, I remember watching your fights way, way back before you went before the war. Um, and I was like, I, I honestly didn't know at first. I was like, there's an Israeli in the UFC. And then I saw you there and I was like, Oh shit, that's dope. And then I saw you on the news sites. You were, everyone was inter- interviewing you about it. So it was pretty wild, man. Yeah. It was a you know. crazy ride. I'm sure, man. I'm sure. I, I I think I told you also. I was I was in Kfir. Yeah, told me. Yeah, I did. So I did that. I did that for a little bit. Definitely a good experience. Nice. For sure, man. Okay. So so now you you're thinking of the UAE. Um, as far as as I'm just like thinking of, of there's a lot to talk about, but I'm trying to fit it in into like a 20 minute span of time. Uh. So as far as your next move with UAE. Um, you're, you're, I'm not even familiar with this, to be perfectly honest with you. Is it, is it in, is it in Saudi? Huh? Abu Dhabi, the UAE, yeah. It's, oh, okay. Uh, United the Emirates. Okay. Okay. I figured. So you're going to be, you're going to be, it's the Emirates. We just had, uh, the peace agreement, the peace deal with them. Of course, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, going to, uh, to fight there, gonna fly the flag, make money, you know. All the good stuff. Are you still going to stay in Vegas? Um, right now, for the moment, I, I keep moving a lot. I'm from here to California to Israel. Uh, before all this Corona bullshit, I usually spend about three to four months in Israel, holidays and stuff like that. But uh, um, lately, you know, it was <laughs> hard to impossible to travel. So. The, a, almost a year i'm like i'm pretty much in vegas right now yeah okay all right man cool yeah vegas definitely has there's so many fighters that stay in vegas it's just a perfect the perfect place for it. um uh, something i was talking to natan about was the idea that in israel there's there's plenty of people that fight there are plenty of people that do jujitsu judo everything um, but he was saying that eventually he wants to move back or if not move back, he wants to just make it, it much more of a thing to really, really bring MMA uh, to Israel. And I feel like it's Israel's like that, man, in a sense where once something is appealing, like when a couple of people, like if you, Eli, Natan, go to Israel and you say, okay, we're, we're opening these gyms, I feel like everyone's going to get involved. Yeah, we had a lot of plans before, uh, before uh, all this uh, corona shit. But hopefully, you know, it's gonna Israel gonna get out of it pretty soon, and we'll be able to uh, open gyms, uh, have shows again with crowd, and we'll be good. Sounds awesome, dude. Yeah, sounds just, awesome. Uh, just yeah. need you know everybody vaccinated, or or I don't know, or die or whatever, and. <laughs> <laughs> You don't mind, bro. You don't mind. Listen, a couple of less people in the world. What's the big deal, right? I don't know. I got vaccinated, so. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, here in Florida, because I'm in Miami, they don't uh, they don't take it too seriously. I mean, like we do, but everything's open. It's not 
I don't know what it's like in Vegas. No, Vegas is the same. Yeah, I've been in Miami. I know no, Miami. I've been in Florida uh, maybe a couple months ago. Yeah, it's pretty uh, wild west, wild Easter. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, wild East. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's it's. I'm from New York originally, so everything there is closed. It sucks. Well, you're lucky. You're not there. Yeah, man. I moved here two years ago. Yeah, it's definitely nice. It's definitely nice. I'm happy. But dude, listen. If I uh, if I go to Vegas, I would definitely like to to train with you guys. I'm definitely nowhere near where you guys are at. So, <laughs> but it would be it'd be dope. Um, so hopefully that will be that will be an opportunity. If we if we could make that happen, it'd be awesome to meet in person. For sure. I know. Uh, I know. Natan was in Jacksonville because Eli had a fight. Were you, were you with him? Think you did you go? Oh no, you didn't go. It was someone else who went. No, I went with uh, Eli. He fought in uh, in Florida, in uh, Panama City. Mm-hmm. I went with them. He's killing it though, that kid. Uh yeah, he's uh, on the. He's a good amateur. He should uh, he should start his pro soon. I he's think. so young. What is he like? Nineteen. I think he's twenty. Dude, it's awesome. I hope. Uh, I hope he. Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll, he's doing great. It really seems like he's doing great. It's awesome. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. You had a long night last night? You seem a little... Uh, I, I, don't, I hope I'm not boring you, bro. <laughs> no, it was uh, in fight camp, so... I mean, what are what are thoughts... What are your thoughts for... Uh, you know, one thing... You know, let's let's backtrack. One thing that's funny in general is that the world has this under this notion that Jews are not fighters, aren't athletes and things like that. Like obviously people respect the IDF, whether they like us or not, they, they look at the Israeli army as a very, very strong and well-trained army. But when it comes to individual fighters, it's very rare to have people like you. It's weird. You know, you, Natan, Eli, um, uh, Sagi Muki and judo. And then you have other Israelis that I honestly don't know. Um, but there's only a few here, you know, like it's very, very few. Um, a, it's not a bad thing. We have uh, plenty of doctors, lawyers, engineers, well, other population have a lot of fighters. So A, it's not a bad thing. B, it's like we really small population. Jews are tiny, tiny portion of the world. For sure. And with that, we, you know, especially in Israel, we have a lot of troubles. Uh, um, if it's, you know, if it's a uh, military that we have to do, if it's uh, that we don't have that much money, like compared to like US, to uh, put in uh, sports facilities and in coaches and stuff like that, um, we, I believe that that people in Israel put their money like uh, other places. Also. Uh, they're not being encouraged, you know, by their parents. Like the parents don't want their kids to be fighters or to be they Jewish parents, you know. What yeah, hundred percent. No Jewish mom is like, ah, go be a fighter, you know. So it's. I feel like it is what it is. It's. It's not a. If you look in the, the backstage of uh, of uh, UFC, who run all the stuff, most of them are Jews. So <laughs> really. Yeah, like all the lawyers, accountants, uh, media people. There's tons of Jews in the UFC. 
not fighters. So that's funny. It's usually how it is, man. That's why we get a lot of smoke, you know, because everyone's like, "Oh, they're all managing and this and that." Yeah, it's okay. very funny. What, what, okay. um, what's his name? Oh my god, it's slipping my mind, and I and I'm a big UFC guy, so it's slipping my mind. Um, the the journal, the, the guy who ah, oh, what's his name? The the Syrian dude. Fuck. Hawani. Yes, Hawani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lebanese. <laughs> he says he's so funny. He knows his stuff. He's I love how he, he trolls every fighter. It's amazing, but he's you know he tells it like it is. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's he's awesome. A cool guy. Yeah, for sure. You you met him a bunch of times. I met him yeah, a couple of times. Yeah. Okay. Cool guy. Definitely not a fighter. Yeah, definitely not a fighter for sure. Not a very friendly guy. Yeah. What did you? What about Dana White? How did you? Did you? Were you kind of at all friendly with him, or it was just that kind of thing where okay, he runs the show, doesn't really matter. He's the boss. No. No, not too friendly. You know. Hey, you know, the big boss of a big corporation. He's uh. You know, I came maybe uh, when I was with like my friends and stuff, but yeah, not uh, not too friendly. Yeah, because people get it. People give a lot of mixed opinions, you know. I don't know. I think he's a cool guy. He's uh, really uh, uh, straight shooter, um, honest. I like that kind of. He do a lot, of stuff, that, a lot yeah, of stuff that um, should be illegal, but. They're not, and he's taking advantage of it. So, oh, for sure, with all this COVID stuff, man, the stuff he's getting away with—it's wild, man. Uh, I'm not talking about COVID. I'm talking about like fighters' rights, like the Ali Act that boxers have, and we don't have the fighters. So, uh, they uh, they get away with not paying us what we worth, with holding fighters for our, uh, exclusive contracts for a long time. Uh, mm monopolize the, the, the sports. There's a lot of bad stuff that happened because he was allowed to, but it is what it is. He's a good businessman, good uh, overall for the sport. For the fans, it's great. For the fighters, not as much. For sure. That I know. That That's a very, very well-known thing. It's a shame, man, because you guys are literally beating the shit out of each other and you don't get compensated financially. But at the end of the day, man, it's, it's, it's the top of the line. You know, like you're you're getting your name, you're getting your name in the UFC. It, it means a lot at the end of the day. So, uh, you know, a lot. Of, I would say a lot of it is is for that name to be able to say that you, you know, were a UFC fighter. It's a pretty big deal. Um, wasn't a big deal to me. I just mm-hmm. wanted to fight that the best guys, and that's where the best guys are. You know, and once once you're there for a while and you got kids and stuff, then you have to think like money, and that's when uh, you start. Uh, but there's a lot of money to be making in the UFC and outside the UFC. And uh, it's all happened because of the UFC. So uh, I'm thankful for that. You know, I'll be able to do what I like to do to, to my age and, and still uh, be able to uh, provide for my family and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Hold on, I'm just trying to switch the view real quick. Yeah, no, dude, I fully understand, man. At the end of the day, you got to pay the bills, you know? You got to make sure that you're making... And if you're going to you're gonna put your, your ass on the line every day, you want to be you want to be compensated. Yeah. It only makes sense. I mean, you're a Jewish dude, after all. You know, you want to make some money. 
what, what, here's a, here's a question. I don't know if people, uh, if people really ask you, but what brought you to become a fighter when you were younger? Did, did your, did your dad do it? Do you have family members who were also into martial arts or were you kind of the, the lone wolf? Um, so I was the older one, both of my brothers and my sisters did martial arts and stuff. Uh, I think it was just my mom took me when I was four and, you know, to a, a judo class and then just never left. I was like, sure. I'm usually the one that stick. If I do something, I like something, it's usually all in. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no more all in than, <laughs> than what I did. So, Good, man. I'm happy. Yeah, it's it's definitely something that I I want to get into. Like I haven't, you know, we did the we did the Krav Maga, and I, uh, but you know how it is. They don't do it enough. You know, it yeah, definitely. Huh? Every say? time we had Krav Maga, they used to send me do other stuff. I was not allowed to participate. Well, because you used to you used to go go a little too crazy. No, I used to, yeah, I used to send people to hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember I was uh, we were we were doing it, and uh, it was a friend of mine. We were, we just started wrestling, and I, I picked him up. I threw him on the floor, and then then he got we got back up again. I put him in a guillotine, and then I like I ended up when I did the guillotine, I dropped him on the ground. And there were rocks on the floor, so like he cut his head open a little, and there was like blood dripping down. And um, a different mem mem from a different machlaka was like, "What are you doing?" He he looks at me. He's like, "What's wrong with you?" <laughs> <laughs> whatever it was all in good fun you know he's a buddy but uh you know stupid shit like that it was definitely dude it was such a good experience it's it's really nice as an american to be able to have that that like camaraderie with you you know because i don't i wasn't born in israel if i go there i feel completely at home i feel as if it's really my second home and i wouldn't feel that like for for regular americans you know how it is they go uh shalom uh sir <laughs> you know, like they have Sally, would you like to get a shawarma? <laughs> They're totally out of place, you know, like they have no idea what's going on. Point. Huh? You got the New York accent on point. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. So it's, um, it's nice to feel, even though I'm American, I have that like Israeli soul, you know what I'm saying? Which is cool. And I yeah. definitely is. Hmm? And you sh- and you all should, you know, all Jews in the world, because the reason that you are free in New York or in or in Miami, and you don't have to put a, uh, you don't have to mark yourself, and you're not a second degree citizen, and nobody will walk down the street and then spit on you or stuff like that. It's because we have a strong military, because we we have a strong back, and uh, and I believe you know that that all that. Even American Jews need to either either come and you know and give their time or or give money or you know like they need to uh, oh, for sure for sure help protect their their refuge because history shows that every few years Jews need to pick up their shit and leave They're yeah go, right yeah so it's always like that is, but this is the, the Jewish investment that's why everybody should give their time because when they're coming after you. And all these uh, J Street, you know, New Yorkers yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that hostile. Because when they're coming, they're, they're coming. They don't care what was your opinion or what you believe. They're going to 
where you're going to run. You know? You're right, man. You're right. But uh, I, I agree with you, but that wasn't really what I was getting at. What I was getting at is that if I yeah, didn't, but, you know what I meant, though? So you, you feel connected to, to your people. It's, but, it's, but it's American, that, but, on a, but even more American, than that. Huh? But I'm saying, but the regular American that grew up like here and went to like public school and this, it's different, different people are like Americans and Israels and right. Israelis and totally different. It's yeah. It's, you know, like when talking to like Californians, I see the world through their, their, their uh, pink sunglasses and <laughs> the world is love and peace. And they understand that there's crazy people in the world that want nothing but burn everything. Dude, and, that's what's crazy because people like that who live in La La Land, they live in La La Land. And then when shit hits the fan, they're like, oh, well, now we, we do need the military. I didn't say we didn't need it. I just don't think we should have it all the time. You know, so they never want to, at the end of the day, you know, there's that simple, there was that, I forgot who said this, maybe Confucius or someone way, way back said, it was either that, it was, I forgot who said it, I'll look you it up. But anyhow, it was get the, did you ever war. hear, huh? If you want peace, get ready for war. Well, swing along those lines, but it was the, it was the fighting in the garden quote. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, um, the gardener and the fighter. And he said, it's, a, I totally forgot how it goes, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's better to be a fighter in the, in the garden or than a, than a gardener at, during war or something along those lines. I forgot how it goes, but like, but yeah, like, you know, part of the diplomacy is that you have to have like a big stick in the, like, Oh, are you going to, you know, you want to mess with us? There you go. This is what you get. And when you don't have that big stick or you're that soft, then people will take advantage of you, take all over you. And that's what you see when, when you leave U.S. for two minutes. You see that the world is crazy. And, and your neighbors in the world is not necessarily like your neighbors uh, that get up in the morning and wave good morning at you. Some of them just will want to kill you for no reason just because your last name is different. Right. 100%. Well, well, before you before you speak, a lot of people probably think you're Spanish or something. So you <laughs> No, because in America in America, not in in America, a lot of a lot of people don't it's the weirdest thing because it's all in the media. I was talking to somebody on a on a recent episode about this. People think in a lot of countries that all Jews are like Ashkenazi. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh-huh. it's in the media, because those all the Jewish actors are white usually, and like they, that's just what they think. So people are. Do pe- were people ever surprised when they when they met you and you told them you were Israeli, you were Jewish? Did they ever say like, oh, did they ever say like you didn't look Jewish or anything? Um. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's a funny I question, guess, but you get what I'm saying, but, right? But by now, everybody I go knows me, especially in my world. You know, everywhere I go, I got my mouth guard. You know, the star of David, everybody know. When I had AK, they used to call me Israel. Yeah. Like that, that was my nickname, you know, they're like cold. It's, uh, and I'm pretty vocal about it. So, I see that, bro. I see, I see your social media. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I don't hold back on my opinion on anything. <laughs> I like that, um, man. I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's important. It's important, too. Yeah, it's uh, at the end of the day, you're always like, like I'm doing this podcast. I'm going to have people who don't like what I say. Fuck it, man. It is what it is. It is what it is.
Man, what was I? Okay, I just wanted to get out of that. Yeah, man. I, I definitely have to, like I said before, though, I have to get Eli also. So we'll uh, we'll get we'll get the the trio on. Yeah, for sure. Okay, man. It was an absolute pleasure having you, bro. I, I appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you taking the time. What happened? So thank you very much. Appreciate you having me. Absolutely, absolutely. Hopefully, uh, at some point, uh, we'll meet in person. For sure. And uh, yeah, enjoy, man. Did you do anything for Purim? Yeah, we went to uh, listen to Megillah. Took the kids, got dressed, uh, had some party, candies. Do you have a costume? Me? Nah, I'm too old for that. <laughs> I'm too old for that. What is that? Dude, I'm going to wear a costume until I'm 70 years old, prop. Dude, I'm going to wear I one. I think the last time I wore a costume was I was like seven or eight, maybe. Really? Uh-huh. As a kid, I was uh, like, I'm done. Wow, I love it. I, I, I do it every year, man. It's, I don't yeah. know. For me, it's I love it. I enjoy it. I was a serious kid. <laughs> I got you, bro. I got you. Okay. Well, brother, again, thanks so much. Thank you. Absolutely. Have a good one. Enjoy. Have a good one. Shabbat Bye. Shabbat Bye.